Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Be sure to download your free ebook at lisadrennan.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, and today we have the lovely guest, Lauren Foster, the happiness teacher and author of Happy and Free on Purpose. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lauren. Tell us some more about yourself. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa, and best of luck with your mission. I think you're going to do a great job with your new podcast. Um so uh, my newest accomplishment is the Happy and Free on Purpose Daily Practices to Live and Love Your Life. And I, I know in advance kind of the questions that you're going to ask me. So the the getting to the point of being able to write this book is kind of going to be involved, included in the answers to those questions. But, you know, the, basically, that was at a certain point in my life when I suddenly realized that happiness is not something that you go out and find. Happiness is something that you choose, that you create, that you generate, that you can be happy in any situation. I don't care what it yeah. is. If you're in prison, no matter where you are, and that that's so freeing and so empowering. And in that moment, I decided that I wanted to teach other women this incredibly priceless lesson and help them to be the master of their life way quicker than I did. It took me many decades of falling on my face to, <laughs> to get to this totally, place. Yeah. yeah. I can totally relate to that. I was so angry for so many years and happy, joy filled. I didn't even know what a feeling was until I was 40, you know, and here I am 53 and it's like, oh, I can be happy. I can choose regardless of my circumstances. So yes, it's definitely a message that needs to be shared. So tell us what was your darkest moment and how did you get there? You know, I was, um, I've ever since you told me you were going to ask me this, I've been thinking about it and there's, and, and I know we don't have all day, but th- there are a couple that are pivotal. And that the first was when I was 15 or 16 years old, when I lost my church family, I was, um, in a youth, a, a youth and music group in my church that was just incredibly lovely in a, a series of events happened and that that sort of fell apart and suddenly this church became a place where I felt judged and I felt like I had to measure up and follow rules and be this certain way in order to be loved and I got confused and I thought that that meant if the church didn't love me then neither did God and so I kind of I'm like well I can't I can't be this person that they want me to be so I guess that means I live without God and and, you know, looking back, that's the decision that I made. At the time, it was just like I just drifted away and off into this place where there was no spirit, there was no God. And the interesting thing is I was, I studied like the law of attraction. I studied great teachers like Abraham Hicks who channel spirit. And I just, I kind of tuned out the spirit part and just concentrated on the thinking with my brain and manifesting on my own part. And, you know, I did this for three decades. And then then came my real darkest moment in, in 2010 when I found myself bankrupt and homeless, camping out in my sister's spare bedroom. And all of these events 
culminated at all around this one time that my brother, who's only five years older than me, died from his, he, he was a, a drug and alcohol abuser and had never taken care of himself. And I had been his primary enabler for a long time. So our relationship was just really messed up. I was trying to save him and couldn't. And my mom wound up in a state-run nursing home because nobody had the money to put her somewhere else. I was trying to save her and I couldn't. My sister was losing her house. That was also my house then because I was living with her and just everything was falling apart. And I realized that I had not saved anybody and that this little puny human being had just been trying to operate on her own power, separated from source, separated from spirit, separated from God, whatever word you use to call where the power is. And that was my, that was my lowest moment. And I, I just, I had to hand all of these people that I love back over to their own power, you know, say you have the same access to the universe as I do. It's not up to me to build your life. And from this really humble place, I, you know, I, I got back in touch with that young girl who loved God, who loved spirit, who wanted to serve and just started to rebuild my life from there. Wow. That's powerful. Cause it is when we get into our darkest moment like that and you, it's like everyone around you, they say that you attract, right? You believe what you receive and everyone around you, it sounds like it was falling apart and don't matter what you did to try to help them, save them being the nurturer that you are it just kind of, it's almost like God's calling out to you saying, Hey, stop trying to do it on your own. I'm here. Yeah. Like, trust me, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it reminds me of a conversation I had yesterday where we always have two choices, you know, everything's hard, choose your heart. And I love the topic of your book, happy and free on purpose, because it's exactly what it is. It's a purpose. What's your purpose and choose your heart. Do you want to choose to be happy despite your circumstances? You know, despite the fact that, you know, you didn't have a place of your own, you know, you had this brother going through all of that. Your mom wasn't in a good state. So you didn't have the support of your family, And I can't imagine like the within, like your inner child must have just been screaming out. And then when you realize, like, was there like a pivotal moment where you just said, that's it, it's enough? Well, Well, when my sister was literally foreclosed on and there was a certain amount of time, I was not willing to be live under a bridge homeless. You know, or and that that was the moment where it's like, and you know, I could have if she had been in a position to support me, I could have just hung out there the rest of my life with no purpose, no no goals, no aims, just drinking and smoking and having casual sex, and just lived out the rest of my life that way. I'd like to think that I wouldn't have, but I could have. It, it, really feels like I could have had that circumstance not said. Okay, it's decision time. Do you, do you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and gather together all the life skills that you have and rebuild your life? Or do you just give up? And, and I chose to rebuild my life. And, and, you know, now I I can't regret any of those circumstances because I wouldn't have gotten to where I am now without any of those, you know, the, the, all of those experiences shaped my thinking and gave me opportunities and gifts to grow in a different way. So I, I, I can't go back and regret any of that. And now, you know, my mom's gone, made her transition. She's fine. My brother's fine. He's, he's, 
in heaven. He's, he's pure energy. He's, you know, moved on to the next phase of his life that this, my sister that I lived with has changed her life and turned herself around and is now, you know, we're back to being close, close friends in a very healthy, supportive way instead of a, you know, going down the tubes together kind of way like we were then. And, and everything is fine. And it took no effort on my part. All it took was me minding my own business, building my life, being there for people to help and support them, but not trying to create in their reality. And, you know, and having a clear vision of what it is that I wanted for my life and then getting really grateful for where I was. The, the, the first step out of that situation was a little tiny 250 square foot basement apartment that, you know, was near the type of property that I wanted to buy. But I was a, I had a brand new bankruptcy. I had a, a brand new position as an independent contractor in, in the field that I knew. And, you know, that business hadn't built. So there wasn't a lot of money. There, there wasn't good credit. There were, there were all these things, but that, that situation is where I discovered that when I'm, Paying attention to my freezing apartment because I don't have control over the thermostat, I feel like crap. But when I look out the window at the lake, at the, this beautiful area that I live in, and I, and I think about how I can have pizza brought right to my door. And if I look in the faces of my pets, where you put your attention is up to you. And you can choose to look at things that make you feel awful. Or choose to look at things that make you feel amazing. And so I practice that over and over. I wrote, positive aspects of that little apartment. That's one of my favorite. You're going to get to the modalities thing, the list of positive aspects. If you want a better relationship, write down all the positive aspects of the relationship you're in. If you want a better home, write down all the positive aspects of the home that you're in. Make the very best of the moment that you're in and fall in love with that. And then the rest of the world has to match up with that. And it just has to get mm-hmm. better and better as it gets better and better. So. That is so true. It's something I, I do the um, attitude of gratitude. That was like my first pivot point in my healing journey. The, you know, and you talked about not being able to change everyone around you. And uh, years ago, I read a book by Mark Batterson, um, Draw the Circle. And you basically draw a circle, stand in, in the center of it. And that's the only person you can change. Mm-hmm. And I talk a lot about, you know, being an energetic mindset mentor. I talk a lot about, is your cup half full or half empty? And it's just like you say, it's your perspective. Mm-hmm. And you could focus on the negative and that's exactly what you're going to receive. And that's what's going to stand out. And our brains can't process negative and positive at the same exact time. So why not choose? Again, you always have two choices. Why not choose the positive aspect? And I know working with clients, that is a real struggle for a lot of ladies who are just beginning their healing journey. And I love how you said, like, you know, your book, give them that shortcut. You spent decades. I spent decades. And now here you have this great modality to shorten that path so that they don't have to spend decades. I call it the pit, just being in the pit. You see the light, but you're so far in the pit. You don't see the purpose of getting out of it, you know, or it was, or even how, yeah. And it's just as simple as focusing. I mean, that's one of the tools because we know there's more to it. What what other modalities did you implement? Well, it's so the thing is that you manage your perspective and all of the other stuff is teaching you how to do that. And mm-hmm. so all kinds of things like starting your more, starting off your morning 
on purpose, deliberately, and on your own path. It's got a double meaning and making a decision before you even open your eyes that you're Mm going to be the master of your mood. And then you hang on to that good mood as long as you can. And when you find yourself feeling crappy, look around and go, all right, what happened? What did I, did I watch some news thing that, that lowered my vibration? Did I open an email and have a reaction to something instead of choosing my response? And then how do I flip that spiral back around and get back in my good mood and manage my life so that I'm in charge of my perspective? So it doesn't matter who is around you and how they feel or what they're doing. They don't have the power to steal your happiness without your permission. So everything is just about learning that. That's beautiful. Years ago, one of my friends told me that no one can steal my joy. My joy is from within and no one can steal it. And that is, that's beautiful. It is. So what, what advice would you give to someone that's experiencing a similar situation that you went through? Oh, wow. So like the, the darkest place. Start with a, the, the, my very, very favorite life skills tool is a list of positive aspects, because no matter what, mm-hmm. how bad things are, you can find one thing that is good, that is pleasing, that is that you like, that you're grateful for, appreciate all of those positive words and use that as your focal point to, to feel better and make how you feel your number one priority. And just say to yourself, I, I can feel great no matter what is going on. And, you know, I, and I can hear the arguments, but, but, but I have this disease and I'm in so much pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, there, there's a, yeah, there's a great difference between pain and despair and pain and hope, mm-hmm. pain and gratitude. So I feel this pain because my body is functioning and I know that my body is, is on it and my spirit is on it and my energy is on it. And all of this is being healed. And I'm very much looking forward to feeling a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. I know there's a day coming that I'm going to be completely pain-free. And these are the awesome things that I'm going to do. And you get in that attitude of anticipating the pain being gone, anticipating everything being healed and be in that vibration and the healing will come right along. Yeah. Whereas, but, but most of us don't do that. Most of us get a diagnosis and suddenly that becomes the star of our show. All we talk about is our cancer. All we read about online is about our cancer and everything in our whole entire life is immersed with this diagnosis. Then we're just feeding our energy to it instead mm-hmm. of going, okay, that this happened. This is this. This diagnosis is here. I'm going to do what needs to be done. I'm going to have the treatments. I'm going to do whatever. But then I'm turning my attention back over here to joy. I'm turning my attention back over here to all the great things that I can do and appreciate right this minute. I mean, I don't even have to move. And there's a flower. There's my new car. There's a pet. There's a cat. There's a dog. There's, you know, mm-hmm. a hummingbird. And <laughs> I, I, I didn't even have to turn my head to to see all of those things. Do you, you see what I mean? So yeah. that, was, that was a very roundabout way of saying, choose joy. Yeah. Choose it, the it, most joyful true. thought you can find. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a choice. And you're so right about the energy levels. Like every morning when I wake up, I have a, a morning routine. And one of the things is to assess myself and like, okay, how do I feel today? I choose to feel, you know, carefree, balanced, joy-filled, 
you know, look for the good. And sometimes, you know, like your family members will wake up a little bit snarky. And then I choose not to let their moods, you know, have that domino effect that can so happen often, happens so often in families, especially moms with little kids, you know, when they're feeling overwhelmed and like, ah, it's just like, okay, just look for the moment and getting our priorities straight. So that's, that's a beautiful journey. So now, your book is out. How can people get a copy of your book and get in touch with you? We're going to put that in the description, but if you can just tell us. Absolutely. If you, you can, the, the easiest way is just go to laurengfoster.com and there's little directions all over buttons that you can click. If you want to buy an autographed copy, you can click that button. If you want to just head to Amazon to get a Kindle or an audible version or a soft back from there, that's, it's real easy to just click on the Amazon button and it'll take you right there as well. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, well, thank and, you so much. Okay, and I also want to say while you're at the website, we we have a contest, not a contest, a drawing, a giveaway every month for anybody that joins us, just sign up for the newsletter, get a free meditation, get a free study guide, any of our gifts. If you join us, we do a drawing for a free copy of the book and a free 30-minute coaching session. So you would have the opportunity to get into that. The drawing will be on August 4th, and then that's my birthday. I love to give things away on my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. But then we'll do it again every month, somewhere around the first of the month, whenever the the sign was for the month before have have finished up. Yeah. Well, I love that. And our listeners will definitely appreciate that. So be sure to check the description box to get that link to Lauren's website, get a copy of her book and be on your path to happy because remember, it's all a matter of the heart.